You're listening to an encore presentation of the Gratitude Cafe with Sue Lundquist. Sue will return next week at the same time slot. For more information about Sue Lundquist and her radio show, visit suelundquist.com. Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Well, hello. Oh, Benny, how are you? Doing well. Thank you. Um, am I muffled? Can Do I hear good? Do I hear good? Oh, there we go. Now I can hear me quite well. It's Tuesday. It is. Have you had your Wheaties today? Of course. Wheaties and more? Mm-hmm. What did I have? I don't know. I had. I wasn't at your house. Uh, what did I have? I had my green juice. My green juice. Smoothie? Well, not a smoothie. It's all <laughs> veggies, all good stuff. It's my normal breakfast. Uh, yes. Oh my goodness! It is. Is it May yet? No, close. Right tomorrow. tomorrow. Right around the corner. It's. You can taste it. It's Lexi's Sweet Sixteen. Wow. On Thursday. Sweet Sixteen. Remember when she has, has been coming flown. in here? I know. Okay, so we were talking about how long we've been doing this. It's been. Because Lexi, she's 16, and it's got to have been at least 11, 12 years. I know Dr. Pat, because we had this whole conversation. Dr. Mm -hmm. Pat's been doing a little bit longer than me. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how long we've been doing this. Yeah, when they all came in, I think they were all still in, like, elementary school. And they made me, like, uh, the WSU blanket that I still have on my couch. Yes, that was... So um, Oh, we won't get into that. Oh, okay! (laughs) If you want to. We totally can, sweetheart. It's backwards. It's backwards! backwards oh, so I'm, the wrong side it still looks good but I, everything's facing the wrong way like, so it says cougars but it's backwards it's flipped sr yeah <laughs> but it was so sweet yeah. oh honey i'd forgotten about that that's yeah. right that's right well awesome you guys <laughs> this is the gratitude cafe sue lundquist here and of course my superstar um benny behind the scene pushing all the buttons and making us sound good we have got an incredible guest today and that's ainsley mcleod and i have read the Instruction, and the Transformation. Today, we are talking about his latest book, The Old Soul's Guidebook. I'm going to bring him on in just a second. I have a couple housekeeping things I want to talk to you guys about. So you guys have been seeing me, hearing me, launching the Craziness Clarity Challenge. I want to read something to you because this was really profound when I saw it. So, of course, I had to bring it to you guys. It was a quote um, that I saw. So when you begin to awaken, layers will shed. You may experience rage, depression, anxiety, and fear. Ride the wave. Allow these things to exit your system because of your illusion of self, in quotations, ego, is being shed so that your true self, quotation, spirit, can thrive. Embrace this transition. When you are starting to awaken, when you're starting to have that awakening in yourself, that kind of squeaky wheel, your intuition, things are just starting to pop for you. You will start releasing and shedding. I like how um, this quote said you will be shedding. And it was a perfect analogy for leading you into the craziness to clarity challenge because that is exactly why I created this for myself and all my clients as well. And the craziness clarity challenge will give you those real life tools to navigate that shedding. 
Uh, and I'm telling you about that today because today's the last day to sign up. So if you've been wanting to do it, now's the time because there's tons of incredible, like over $1,000 worth of bonuses that are attached including a lifetime um, access to a virtual program that I've got, some free videos, some boundary videos. It is really, really powerful. So go to suelundquist.com forward slash challenge. We start live tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. So today is your last day to sign up. Please go to suelundquist.com forward slash challenge and get signed up. And for those of you that are international, please don't let it be your excuse not to sign up because we're in a different time zone. I have had people from Switzerland, Mexico City, Norway, all over the globe. And you can have access to the group anytime you want. And you'll have full access for the whole month. And on addition to that, the bonus also includes full access as a lifetime access to the online virtual training of this. So you can keep revisiting. So it's super valuable. Please go to suelundquist.com forward slash challenge. I also want to remind all of you of my one-on-one coaching. There's a six-session package. And then there's also, because I had a few of you calling to say, well, I really don't want to do the six-session. I've got one intended outcome I seriously want to focus on. Will you be my accountability partner? I said, heck yes. I'd love to do that. So I've also got um, a high-focused accountability sessions. There's four. And then there's also, I've got um, a a one-off that if you've worked with me before, we can do that. If you haven't, there's another one. Um, because there's some tips and tools that I, I, I really would like you guys to integrate into your life. So with that being said, uh, I think I've covered everything. So go to sulanquist.com forward slash challenge and get yourself signed up. If you want a copy of this show, please go to sulanquist.com and get your newsletter. So it's forward slash newsletter. Another superstar that I have is Josh Parkinson with Resonate Brand. You see all the beautiful behind the scenes Uh, information that's coming to you that would be resonate uh, web leadership so resonate helps you build beautiful mobile friendly websites but more importantly they help you build a web strategy that helps your business attract new customers grow a following and get higher in the search listings and if you want to create an online course or membership that sells automatically without you lifting a finger they can help and build help you build that and sell that too so contact resonate web leadership for free consult and see what options they have for you please go to triple w resonateweb.agency and he is Josh has been and his team have been doing some incredible work for me uh, very professional and he's on top of things so I highly recommend it all right we are jumping in today we have got the wonderful Ainsley McLeod and his other two books that I've read the instruction and the transformation uh, the instruction it's been a few years I'm gonna have to ask him when he first um, published that because that changed my Trajectory is trajectory. I'm trying to trajectory. Trajectory. <laughs> I'm trying to speak English. Which one I don't is it? I, traject, trajectory. It's trajectory. Isn't it tra? Tra- We'll tra- ask Ainsley. Trajectory. <laughs> with, his, with his accent. Oh my goodness. Let's do this. You have Ainsley. to say it in a sentence. I think it makes it. Better. Yeah, it does. All right. I'm Ainsley. flying a plane. I gotta change my trajectory. There we go. See? There. See. You can't oh. just solidly put it in there. I'm so there. glad. Pilot yeah. to bombardier. Pilot to bombardier. <laughs> Right, Ainsley? Well, what, what's my hello. name? Bring it on, Ainsley. Hi, sweetheart. Save us from this Save plane from this. going down. All right. Well, well, happy happy trajectory to you both. Yay! And with his accent, I told you, too. that's how it works. Oh, my God. That's how I you love do it. it. Right I there. Love He's it. a pro. He's a pro. Oh, welcome to the goofy house, sweetheart. All right, let me introduce your little sexy bio here, and then we're going to jump into you, my love. 
All right. All right. Ainsley McLeod is an internationally acclaimed past life psychic, spiritual teacher, and author, and has been a feature guest on the Oprah's Soul Series. P.S. I've watched that. It was super good. And the Super Soul Conversation. He lives in the Tranquil Island here in the Puget Sound, the Pacific Northwest. So, Ainsley, welcome. Well, great to be here again. It's been, it's been a long time. It has. You were, you were wondering how long it was since uh, I wrote my first book. Uh, that was 2007. Wow. Okay. I know. Yeah. So it was, it was really time to write another one. People have been asking me for for quite a few years. You know, when, you, when, when are you going to do another one? I'm a, I'm I'm always so busy, and uh, I just thought, well, you know, I just sort of knuckle down and get this done. So um, I actually started about two years ago, and I, I I was just really trying to I I don't know put put everything that I do in my daily work with people, put that all into a book, and really help the old souls that I, I work with understand the, the journey. Mm. Why are you here? What's your purpose? Oh, I love it. And guys, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Ainsley McLeod, his latest book, The Old Souls Guidebook. The Old Souls Guidebook, who you are, why you are here, and how to navigate life on earth. So we know about what drew you to the book. Everybody else wanted you to write a book, but it's your passion too and everything that you do on a daily um Daily premise. Is it premise that I'm looking for? I'm, I'm having problems with my English and articulating today, so we're just going to roll with it, Ainsley. I think I get the gist. Well, it is, it is my day job, and I'm, yes. I'm, I'm one of these very fortunate people to, you know, I have a, a, a day job that I love. Oh, yes. Working with, working with people and working with the spirit guides on the other side. And so, I love it. Let's talk about that. Perfect segue. Does yeah. everybody have spirit guides, and how can someone learn to work with theirs? Well, I get asked that all the time. You know, in fact, I have people tell me, you know, I don't think my spirit guides are listening and are talking to me. And uh, you know, spirit guides will tell me they're they're yelling. You know, they're trying to get through. And <laughs> usually, the blocks on this plane, not on on theirs. Um, but we all have spirit guides. We all have uh, the ability to work with them as well. And uh, you know, but we we generally we we live in lives that are so active and crazy and noisy, and we don't always give the spirit world the opportunity to come in and visit. I mean, one of the things that always comes up when people say to me, well, how can I better connect with my spirit guides? Well, the first thing spirit guides say is meditation. Mm-hmm. And usually they'll say it several times for emphasis, <laughs> because it really does begin with creating some kind of tranquility in your, in your mind and in your environment. And then it becomes a lot easier to connect with them. A lot of people don't even believe they have spirit guides uh, or there's anybody out there. Well, yeah, a- but they're, they're yeah. working all the time to help us. Yes, and Ainsley, you, you said it perfectly because we are so busy. And defining what busy is to articulate um, to the audience, busy, you're constantly working, you're busy, you're stimulated by sugar, you're stimulated by caffeine. You're constantly oh, yeah. on the go. So I just wanted to you know define what busy meant and how, we're com- how our conversation is going. Because it is, and slowing down, and just like you said, having a very calm, tranquil um, meditation and able to slow your body down so you can hear the messages. My, my, and I, you hear me on the radio, and I have made, I have made a agreement with my angel guides and spirits that be that if you're willing to give me the message, I'm willing to hear it. I will slow down enough and be aware 
and calm enough that I can hear it because they're little whispers. They're soft, little, beautiful, loving whispers. It's not the, and I'm, I'm telling the audience and us this because of the discernment. It's these soft, beautiful whispers versus the ego and the stress and the other messages that may be coming through. Well, absolutely. It's a small, still voice. And it's mm. really hard to, to detect it. And, you know, even, you know, I'm reading people all the time, but I, you know, I create a tranquil environment. You know, I, I, I do it from a quiet room, uh, usually slightly darkened. And, uh, and I meditate before I talk to anyone. And I don't have the TV on in the background or, <laughs> you know, people running around and doing stuff. You know, I've, I've got a quiet place where I can really kind of check in with the, with the spirit guides and make sure that I'm getting this small, small still voice uh, and then being able to pass that on. You know, I mean, a lot of us, just, we wake up and, you know, immediately we're, we're off and running. It can be, you know, radio on, TV on, uh, people, you know, we're, we're, we're interacting and there's noise and chaos. And, you know, it can be that like that all day and then come home, switch on the TV and wonder why you're not hearing your spirit guides. But you mm. just give them the best chance. And there's something you, you, you touched on there as well, which is, uh, like a quid pro quo, a, a kind of agreement. You know, yes. like, uh, if you do this, I'll do this. The spirit world loves that. Mm, thank yeah, they, you. They absolutely love it because, um, they, you know, they feel that it's a collaboration. Oh. And, you know, when it comes to manifestation, that's re- it's really important. Um, you know, what are you going to do? So a lot of times people think, oh, you, know, you just put out some requests to the spirit world and then sit and wait for something to happen where... Where they say, well, you know, we can't pick up the phone or we can't <laughs> answer an ad or whatever, you know. So you have to do your part. I love that because that's what that's something that has grown into me and, and my unique ability is bridging 3D to 5D. So I yeah. that energy, right? That, you know, being able to bridge the practicality with the spirituality. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's, it is. That's the, the art, if you like. Um, yeah, so, I mean, learning to work with your spirit guides, you know, it's, it's, it's very rewarding. And they have said to me that if you take one step towards us, we'll take two steps towards you. That's kind of, you know, reward there. Let's talk effort. about those steps, because I just heard somebody say, well, what are the steps? What are the steps? Obviously, <laughs> meditating, keeping calm, you know, calm yeah. the chaos, the distractions, all of that. Well, it, it, you know, it, it can really help to... If you're putting questions out to the spirit world, it really helps to be clear and you yes. know not not throw a dozen things out there <laughs> and then hope that you can discern some sort of answer from that. It's much easier if you have an maybe an A B question or just one thing you want clarity about. And so, you know, what I, I teach people to do is really get clear about what your request is, and then verbalize it. You know, say it out aloud. After having created some tranquil environment, you know, find a quiet space, light a candle, whatever helps. And uh, actually, lighting candles is, is something that takes people back to past lives as a contemplative. Uh, there's an association there often. So we, we, we think of, you know, we light a candle and we immediately can feel more kind of grounded and connected to spirit at the same time. And... Uh, so, you know, it's, it's those little things, you know, create that environment for yourself and then put put it out there, you know, call on your spirit guides and 
say, well, you know, here's here's my request, but also write it down. And, and that, of course, it helps you to get really clear if you write things as well. I was working with somebody who told me that she was having a real problem connecting with her spirit guide. And uh, I said to her, are you, are you um, writing your questions as well as verbalizing them? And she said, well, I'm really just thinking them. And the spirit guide said, you know, it's hard enough being a spirit guide without having to be a mind reader as well. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be my, my, um, my tip, you know, write, uh... write things down and, and say them as well. And then give them an opportunity. Sometimes, you know, wait, you can wake up in the morning after putting a question out and you have clarity about something. Yes. Clarity is the catch-all word, you know, asking for clarity about whatever issue it is. It's amazing how you can wake up in the morning and go, I wonder why I asked that question. Well, it's all so clear now, but that's what <laughs> they've been doing while you're sleeping. Yes, absolutely. Work. And I and I love that. And you know what, Ainsley, you're validating so much that I've been teaching. So thank you, you and the spirit world. And I think that was a really good message for me to hear as well. Because in my teaching, you know, just like you heard earlier, it's the craziness to clarity. And it's all about having that clarity. First, you have the awareness, then you have the clarity, and then, yeah. you, then you go into your transformation. So um, yeah. back to your beautiful, beautiful book, The Old Soul's Guidebook. Let's talk about, um, well, first, thank you very much um, for clarifying that. And okay. to all the audience, create your environment, write it, say it out loud, and then, of course, have a common, calm body and mind and spirit to be able to hear what your guides are saying. Uh, Ainsley, talk to me a little bit about past life. What does that mean? Well, I like to say that past life explain everything, because the longer I've been doing this work, the more I've come to realize that our past lives explain everything about us. They influence everything that we do from our beliefs and behavior, our fears, and so on. So uh, exploring past lives is a big part of what I, I do in the in the book and showing how, different ways that reincarnation uh, or affects us and why it's so important. Uh, if you're an old soul, and you know, I've, obviously I know my target audience pretty well by now. I've been doing this for about 20 years. And <laughs> people who come to me are old souls like, like you and your audience as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people who are looking for meaning in their life, um, who see themselves often as a little more spiritual rather than just simply religious. Um, there's some other signs of you know being an old soul, but you've had a lot of lives. Uh, you've been reincarnating now over the last maybe five or six thousand years if you're a very old soul. So you, you come into this world with quite a lot of baggage <laughs> and a lot of memories. <laughs> And then you get you you run across triggers, and triggers can be reminders of something that happened in a past life. A very common one. So a lot of people have a problem with uh, speaking in public, and uh, that was a big one for me before I started doing this work. Uh, it goes back always to a past life where you were judged and perhaps executed. Some terrible consequences as a result of judgment. So when you get in front of people now, it could be giving a speech at a wedding or something or having to present in, in front of people at work. Your soul goes, oh, my God, we're being judged, and mm. terrible things happen. And it creates that fight-or-flight reaction to get you out of there because it feels it's not safe. 
part of the problem is that although you've been incarnating and reincarnating for millennia, your soul is still on life number one because although the body and the conscious mind die, the soul is conscious and aware and alive throughout. So it has a lot of difficulty separating one life from the next. And that's why it, it thinks that something could have happened 300 years ago. The, the, the soul can worry that it's going to have a repetition. And the reason you can get so much healing from doing past life work is that the moment you remind the soul that it's a past life, just by airing a past life, and this is what I do every day, just, you know, telling somebody what happened in the past, the soul just can let it go. And sometimes it can be a lifelong fear or I mean, it could be physical ailments, phobia, mm. all sorts of things that the soul's carrying um, as part of its memory of past lives. It can just disappear, fall away, just like that. You know, often the healing can happen. I mean, it's literally happened uh, when I've been talking to somebody. You know, I mean, r- literally the moment pain can can go or uh, fear just lifts and. You know, it can, it can sometimes take a few hours, it can take a few days, a few weeks. It depends on the person and the circumstances and so on. But usually it happens uh, pretty quickly, that the soul just is, is able to, to kind of let it go. Sometimes it helps to write about past life and connect it up to uh, events in this life. You know, it can explain why you always had a fear of something when you were a child or you never liked this, that, or the next thing. And all those little things you write about help to uh, remind the soul that just that was then this is now and just let it go and it, all, all phobias are past life fears phobias phobias all phobias yeah, yeah they're they're all just um, the death related fears from the past so you know phobia of water or whatever it's you know from drowning in a past life some of these tight things, things around obvious. my neck that's always from hanging <laughs> yes having yeah. been hanged uh, uh, I mean and this is an interesting thing that I found that people who um, have radio shows or do podcasts or whatever are very often that they're motivated deep down on a soul level by a desire to work through some of these fears around the throat chakra. Oh, it's about learning to express yourself. Self-expression is one of the major fears. Ainsley, you are right on the nail on the head because, yeah, it, it was, you know, I said, all right, universe, where do you want me to go? Because I did the whole book, pub, you know, thingy. And, mm-hmm. and they said, oh, no, you're doing radio. And I went, snap. Uh, you mean I have to speak my truth? I, I need to know what my truth is and articulate that in, in front of public? What? I ha- What? <laughs> 12 years yeah. later or whatever it's been, here I still am, right? Well, you know, you said uh, in the introduction you were talking about, you know, when you awaken, you know, it can really be... Oh, yeah, the layers, the shedding. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it, the, the fears get triggered, um, but it's so rewarding because what you're doing in this life is you're healing all the past life stuff, um, everything around the throat chakra. Buck stops but, here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, you know, because I, I work with people who have major throat chakra issues, often from things like hanging uh, or, or uh, persecution for speaking out or something like that. But it usually shows up around the throat. And they can heal all sorts of things like uh, tendency for colds always to go to the throat. That can change. Uh, sometimes people, when they're working through this, can 
uh, their throat goes up sometimes when they're speaking their truth. Yep. It's like the soul's going, oh, my God, last time we did this, it got us in terrible trouble. So, yes. <laughs> like this, you know, don't say what you really think. Uh, and that's really, you know, you, you touched on it about speaking your truth. That's really the, the goal. It's to get you to a point where you're fearless mm. and we're able to, to speak your truth without there being any kind of uh, negative reaction. Any kind of no persecution fear. or fear of persecution. Yep. Fear of yeah. persecution. It's usually, you know, the soul can go to a place where it fears some kind of negative consequences blowback because of what happened in the previous lifetime. So, um, and it sounds like you're doing, you're doing very well on that. You know? <laughs> it took me a while, I'll tell you well, that. you know, <laughs> in a practice, you know, doing what you do will really, really help. Yes. But finding the past life as well, that can be the fast track, you know, to, to, to get through it very, very quickly. Um, you know, I, I had a terrible fear of public speaking, and I mentioned in the, in the book that I had a friend with with that as well. We were we were at a party one time and I'm standing talking to him and he said to me, would, would you rather lose a finger than give a speech? And I said, oh, that's an interesting question. I said, which finger? Yeah, I know. I, I, wait, said, wait. I said the same thing in my head. Which finger? <laughs> <laughs> and all, the whole finger or just part of it? You know, and we're, and we're examining our pinkies and we're kind of going, would it be this, you know, that knuckle, you know, would be before in front of the knuckle or, you know, or, 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 you know um, and we're having a serious conversation about losing a finger rather than giving a speech. Benny's over here going, not me, not yeah, me. I'm keeping my fingers. I'll go in front of people. <laughs> yeah, I got Benny no problem has with that. no problem sure. there. <laughs> uh, well, they say that public speaking is a bigger, bigger fear than death for most people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I totally can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's an entirely a past life issue. And when you find a past life, then healing, healing begins. But things like, you know, I mentioned uh, anything around your neck and jewelry, not liking turtlenecks. So those sort of things are signs of having been hanged. If you have neck and shoulder pain, that's very often a sign of having been beheaded in a past life. And uh, that can, you know, I've, I've seen somebody with, uh, actually I talk about this in the book, somebody with 20 years of chronic pain from having been beheaded in a past life. It's entirely a past life issue. Wow. It, that's cleared up literally as we spoke. Wow. It never, never came back. Just helping them to release that energy. Yeah. Ah, oh, the soul's energy, the soul's trapped energy. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, so Ainsley, uh, audience, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We have been talking to Ainsley McLeod, the wonderful Ainsley McLeod, as far as I'm concerned. His third book, The Old Soul's Guidebook. And when we come back, we're going to dive some more into his book, Uh, being aware, past lives, uh, just all of these incredible questions that we've got for Ainsley. Uh, So when we come back, we've got Ainsley McCall. We'll be right back, you guys. Time is funny. Sometimes it seems fast, another time slow. When it comes to time slots remaining on Alternative Talk 1150, time is running out. In fact, there are just a few primetime slots available. So if you want to host your own radio program, the time to call 425-653-1150 is right now. Nope, no time for excuses. Dial 425-653-1150 to find out how affordable it can be to host a radio show. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. 
People join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. MS attacks the brain and spinal cord. It's the most common neurological disease leading to disability in young adults. Walk MS brings communities together, creating teams with friends, loved ones, and coworkers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Join us. Together we are stronger. Walk MS fundraising accelerates research breakthroughs and life-changing breakthroughs. It will take all of our passion, determination, and fundraising to end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Join us. Register today, start a team, and raise funds at walkms.org. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. You're listening to an encore presentation of the Gratitude Cafe with Sue Lundquist. Sue will return next week at the same time slot. For more information about Sue Lundquist and her radio show, visit suelundquist.com. Fire in my soul. Perfect song, baby. Thank you, Benny. Yes, we have a fire in our soul. We are here today with Ainsley McLeod, and we are talking about his latest book, The Old Soul's Guidebook, and who you are, why you're here, and how to navigate life on earth. If you missed the first top of the hour, well, poop-a-doop, go back and listen to it. You can go on my website and get the radio show delivered to you to the inbox. We have been talking about um, why he wrote the book, Spirit Guides, how to listen to them, um, what they're saying to you in f- versus, you know, having this busy, distracted, chaotic life. Get really clear and create an environment that's really calm and soothing so you can hear the voices because they're very, they're very loving, soft voices. Uh, you can get Ainsley's book, The Old Soul's Guidebook, at Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And, of course, go to AinsleyMcLeod.com for all of his other information. He has, in fact, he's going to be here on this side of the water at East West Books on June 21st for a book signing. And then the next day, June 22nd, he's going to be doing a workshop. So you can find all that information on his website at AinsleyMcLeod.com. So East West Books on the 21st for the book signing. And then the next day, the 22nd, is the workshop. 
go get your new book signed. All right, Ainsley, welcome back, love. Good to be back. Good to be back. We talked about past life fears. Uh, what about soul age and type? Well, this is, uh, yeah, this, this is something I talk about in the book. I also talk about that in my first book in, in the instruction. Yes. Um, I have slightly different uh, takes of different uh, examples. Uh, but this, this is, I think, the, the most important thing when you're really trying to understand your life's purpose. And, you know, that's what I'm really I'm trying to help other people do. Um, because it really begins with that. You know, if you're, if you're wondering, you know, why am I here? It, it, it really begins with getting to know, you know, who am I? I mean, who you are really leads to why you're here. And that's because, you, you know, you over, over your many lifetimes, you're learning to be a certain thing. And with the system that I describe in my first book, uh, and then expand on in the Old Soul Guidebook, uh, I talk about soul types. These are archetypes based on your function in past lives. And the great thing is that there's just 10 of them. And once you understand those, and then how they interact with some of the others, you, know, you can have soul types and then the influences of the others. You can see how your entire personality is, is put together. And you, you, you learn to be certain things soul type through, uh, well, let's say you were a, you know, you've got leadership skills, you're, you know, heading up an organization or something in this life. Well, you learn to be a leader by leading others, maybe, you know, led an army or, you know, led a business uh, or whatever in a, in a past life. If you're very creative in this life, well, you've, you've learned to be creative, being a potter, jewelry maker, artist uh, in past lives. A lot of people, a lot of people I work with, are drawn to healing in some sort of way, and you'll find that they they all have these wives, these midwives, and surgeons, and so on in the past, and so we're really just building on that, uh, and and the talents that are associated, you know, it sounds like a blanket statement, but all talents are past life related, uh, and even if it looks like something very modern, you know, it looks like you have a talent for computer programming or something. Um, it still goes back to past lives because you still learn to, to use logic to one of the talents, and uh, so on, to enhance what you do now. And so, you really, I think the you know understanding the essence of who you are through your soul types. I think it's the first step to really um, knowing who you are at the deepest possible level, and then that, of course, helps to answer you know what. What should I be doing in this life? Because if you know who you are, then that answer is, is pretty easy. You know, if you're, I mean, on a very simple level, if you if you find that you're a creator type, well, you need creativity mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. If you're in a job where you don't have any opportunity to exercise creativity, well, you know you're, you're in trouble. You should, <laughs> you should make a change. In fact, boredom, even in work can be a soul level issue there's a part of you that that can just shut down the soul sucking job yeah yeah exactly. literally literally yeah, yeah where, and where the soul starts to throw up uh, <laughs> re- initially sort of requests like how about making a change yeah. and then it starts to get more desperate going on board here help me help me yeah the awakening uh, layers right that we were yeah. alluding to at the top 
That's right. And, you know, if, if you don't listen, then you can get in a situation where part of your soul just shut down. They're not being fulfilled. It's like, well, you know, what am I doing here? But, you know, which, which is why when you, whenever you feel bored with something, like particularly a job, pay attention because it really means that it's, it's time to do something different. Mm, so powerful, you guys. And I love, I love this conversation. And if you guys are wondering, and I want to talk about your soul quiz too, because that, that was super fun for me to take. And I thought I printed them out and I even wrote myself a note on my, my interview notes. I took the test, see the back. And my first one, if I remember correctly, was it spirituality or spiritualist? Yeah, spiritualist, yes. Spiritualist, uh, yeah. That, that, that's, uh, most of my clients are spiritualist soul types. And they're, they're people like you who are seeking, very strongly seeking meaning and yes. a sense of higher purpose yes. in their lives. Yes. And they can also be healers as, as well. So yes. Not everyone, but uh, you usually learn to be spiritually soul type by being a healer or being um, maybe a priest or monk or... <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a priest and I'm kind. not a monk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but that's how you learn to be that sort yes. of person, like more sort of caring and um, nurturing, and more connected to the other side. So yes, you know, sort of combination of the shaman and the medicine person. Yeah. Know, so the audience, I'm healing. Sh- yeah, I'm sure the audience is like, what are they talking about? So you yeah. guys, if you go to Ainsley McLeod's uh, website, and I'm going to spell it out for you, A I N S L I E M. A-C-L-E-O-D.com, AinsleyMcLeod.com, and take the soul quiz type. It's just a quick little few-minute questions, and it's super, super informative. So I highly recommend you doing that and going on to his website, taking the soul quiz, and then you'll understand what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And it's fun. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, and uh, it's surprising how accurate it can be. you know, every so often I'll work with somebody who's taken the quiz and they've got an idea of who they are. I always say to people, when they start when we start a session and people say, you know, I think I'm such and such, I go, hey, wait a minute, this is my job. You know, so let, <laughs> let, let, let me do my job here. And uh, But, you know, it's, it's uh, really surprising how accurate it can be. You know, what I tell somebody, you know, they are, they're going, that's exactly what I got from my quiz ah i love it and it, it's it's just a, a really good model it's a good modality for clarity and helping you to get clarity but even more so you guys you can go to ainsley himself and have a conversation with him and the spirit guides let's talk a bit um i mean it's a natural little segue we talked about soul age and type but in this life we have a plan a life purpose um let you talk about this in your book. Why is it so right. hard for most people to remember theirs? Like, well, you know, the chaos and the busy and yeah, I mean, there's certainly that's a part of it. You know what we're talking about earlier, but we all have a life plan, and it includes the, the entire personality. Mm. You know, that's why I, I often say that uh, people people who think that babies are born as blank slates have probably never met one. You know what it's like, and especially if you have <laughs> a couple of kids, you know, or you know, a few like you, yes. um, you, you kind of you, you see the difference right away because they come in, they come into the world like fully loaded computers. Oh. Go, it's all their the past life stuff and 
I actually love looking at people's children and seeing what they're all about, and, and even unborn children as well. You know, you can, yes. you, you can see what they're going to be. I mean, I, you know, I read my, my children literally on the day they were born and uh, was able to see, you know, some of the potential problems coming up and, you know, what fears might be triggered and what their personality was and so on. Um, where were we? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> the, life, the life path. The soul oh, yeah, life, life path. Yeah, life purpose. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's all created um, before you come here. You know, when, you're, when you're between lives, you're on the astral plane, and part of what your soul does when it gets there, you know, you, you die, you finish with one life, and the soul processes and figures what it's, what it's learned from that life, and then applies a lot of that to then preparing for the next life. So it's looking for lessons to explore, lessons to learn, places to go, people to meet, and so on. And so it is a little hard when you come into this life to uh, to remember exactly what you know what what all is in your life plan. But it's actually staring you in the face if you know what to look for, and that's part of what I'm doing in the book. For example. Um, your choice of parents. You choose your parents, and they choose you. And that can speak volumes about what you're trying to learn in this life, and what the, what the major lessons can be. Mm. So, for example, a lot of people are dealing with past life fear around rejection. It's a it's soul's feeling of abandonment at the end of a life, often where it maybe dies alone. It can be on the battlefield or anywhere, but where it just doesn't feel surrounded by, by love, and it's very easy to then come into this life and have those feelings. You'll see in kids who have a lot of separation anxiety, mm-hmm. that's a sign of the past, past life fear of rejection. And it can come from abandonment by a mother in a past life as well, it's all sorts of things. So um, you'll see sometimes that the choice of parents is related to the fear, so somebody who's working through rejection the most obvious thing you would think is that they come into a warm, fuzzy, nurturing family, you know, like the Waltons on TV. Yeah. You know, everybody's an illusion. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but instead, they come, they come into the Adams family of the monsters, you know, <laughs> dysfunctional uh, family, and especially with, uh, you know, it could be like a, a dis- distant mother, detached father, um, where there's, you know, it can trigger these issues around projection, but the, the the reason is that the soul needs to have fears triggered so it can work through them. You know, it, I love it, this. I love this because I'll tell you, left and right, I my soul's been triggered left, right, sideways, forwards. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you were talking about um, you know this this thing around self-expression, speaking your truth, and I imagine if you go back looking at childhood, there would be a number of times when you were shut down or yep. weren't able to express yep. who you were. Yep. And those are triggers. They, they they trigger the fear so it can be then put on the front burner and and worked through. Yep. It's it's like the soul it, it when it has an issue, it always wants to, to work through it. Uh, your soul has no self pity. So it, it it has an issue from its past life. It has to it has to balance its karmic, you know, it has to balance it. So it'll choose these circumstances. It's very pragmatic about it. It's just going, okay, well, we have this problem. Let's 
let's deal with it. So it will then urge you to then find circumstances where you are going to be forced to deal with it, like, you know, having a radio show or whatever. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. You've got, to, you've got to learn to speak your truth. And it's a major lesson for this life. Speaking so, the truth and also trusting in the value of what you have to say. Right. I think it's all the same thing, but I think languaging it a little different and trusting yeah, yourself. Yeah, there's slightly right? different past, past life fears. Yeah. Uh, you know, one, one is the, the, the other one you're referring to is the past life fear of inferiority. It comes from past lives where you were treated as having no value. Yep. I almost use the downtrodden servant as the, the archetype there. You know, it's like you had some sort of message there. You come into this life, and again, there will be triggers that you you find that you maybe you're, you're put down or... Uh, treated this lesser in some sort of way, and then you, you have self-worth issues that you have to work through as well. So, uh, and your your soul never wants to just sit there and go, oh, we have this problem. Uh, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> it's, it's always going to want to to get to this place of improvement. Improve and resolve, transformation, yeah. yes. resolution, transformation. Yes, beautiful. All right, guys, we are talking to the wonderful Ainsley McLeod, this old soul's guidebook. We have been talking for almost the last, you know, 40 some odd minutes about uh, what what drew him to write his new book. And I love during the break when we were talking the book I wish I had growing up because this is the old soul's guidebook. I love what you say about that. This is. The yeah, book. I really um, I, I felt this is part of the motivation. Which I was thinking, yes. Gosh, my life would have been so much easier if I'd had the old soul's guidebook to <laughs> refer to. and uh, Because I was like a lot of people, just, you know, blundering through life and hoping I was making the right decisions. And, you know, a lot of the time following my soul's direction without really knowing it, uh, but often getting right off track because I didn't really know there was a track. Yes. And... You know, I, I thought it was really just a sort of hit miss affair. You know, it's like sometimes you'll run into things that work for you, and other times you don't. But you know, if if I'd had this this book, it it would have so much helped to to give direction and you know make make life more effective, and so on. So that was a big part of the motivation was really to help other people um, stop wasting time. You know, really understand who you are, why you're here, and get these things done that you're meant to. Yes, and do that with the guide of the Old Souls Guidebook, Ainsley McLeod. You can find that book at Amazon, Barnes & Noble. He will be at East West Book on June 21st for a book signing. Go have a chat with him, get your book signed, and then, of course, sign up for the workshop the next day, June 22nd, at East West Books. You can find all this information on Ainsley's website. I'm going to spell that again for you. It's A I N S L I E. M-A-C-L-E-O-D dot com. There's, um, also, there's also the Old Souls, not, sorry, I shouldn't say the Old Souls. It's oldsoulsguidebook.com. Old Souls, okay, perfect. Oldsoulsguidebook.com. Yeah. Not the. Okay. Um, we talked about past life, the lessons that we learn, the past life plan, the purpose Audience, I want to remind all of you that Ainsley is a really good resource. Whether you know the book, like we just talked, the motivation behind writing this book is he wished he would have had this growing up. So this is a really good guidebook if you are in that transition, if you're questioning your soul and your purpose 
and needing getting clarity. That's a really good guidebook and opportunity for you to take action in your own life. Um, I'm going to jump into some different questions. Does the soul ever die? What is a soulmate? Can we talk a little bit about karma? We've got about eight more minutes. I don't know. That may have been a loaded question for all three I'll, of us. I'll talk really fast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the soul certainly doesn't die as, as such, but it has a, a kind of a finite period on, on planet Earth before it's kind of really done. There is a point at which the... And this is how you get to be an old soul, just through, through many, many lives. And then there's a point where the soul goes, okay, I think we've learned enough here. And then it, it carries on, on the, in a spiritual realm. Uh, you're asking about karma. I can talk about this in the book. And it's such an important thing to, to recognize, you know, the importance of um, karma, how it works. A lot of people think that karma is some kind of punishment. Mm. You know, if you, you end up in, Difficult straits in this life. Well, you deserve it because of something you did in the past Ew. life. But it doesn't. It doesn't Isn't work from like the church. That. <laughs> but it's always about balance. Yes. It's about whatever happens in the past life, um, then you're, you're balancing it in future lifetimes. And uh, and what was the other, the other, the third part? <laughs> the soulmate. <laughs> soulmate. The oh soulmate. my god! <laughs> Everybody's. Everybody wants to know about soulmate. Oh, I but, know. You know and, you know, I, I set out as well in the book is to dispel some myths, too. And one of the kind of disempowering or limiting beliefs that people have is that there's only one soulmate. Mm. And I've, I've come across people who are stuck in a, you know, really lousy relationship because they feel, well, it's soulmate and I should, I should just stick with it. And, uh, you know, maybe you should, but sometimes souls get everything they want from a relationship, it's time to move on, and, uh, you know, you shouldn't feel like there's some, necessarily some spiritual, you know, reason for staying in something that's an unpleasant situation, especially if there's abuse or something going oh, on. Oh, right. You know, usually, the, well, if there's abuse, the spirit world has very little tolerance. Um, so, uh, the, the thing about soulmates is that you can have multiple agreements. Soulmate is really somebody you've known from a previous lifetime that. Uh, you, with whom you have a an agreement to form some kind of romantic relationship, and so the, the you can have multiple agreements. Some of them will be used, and some of them won't. But it ensures that you know the idea is to make sure that if the relationship doesn't work out, or you meet a soulmate and that it's just it's just not going to work. You know, they can you know between making an agreement between souls and, and meeting each other on the physical plane, a lot can happen and uh, you know that's not always the, the, the best situation so there's never any obligation there just because it's a soulmate doesn't, doesn't mean you, oh, you've got to make this work if it's going against your intuition but if it doesn't work then the soul recalibrates, finds other agreements mm. and tries them as well so uh, the idea is that you know I mean imagine if you're 20 and you lose a soulmate you know you're not going to be alone you're 90, you know. So, oh, gosh, yeah. Um, the idea is that you have, uh, you know, multi multiple agreements uh, for safety and make sure that you're not alone. And, and as, an, as an old soul, you're really looking for the members of your soul family. It's not so important when you're a young soul, but the older you get, oh, my the more gosh. You, want, you want to share the journey with members of the soul family and yep. work through often karmic 
yep. issues together and yep. so on. Yes, and there's a safe, loving nest with your tribe family that's non-judgmental. Yeah. It's this beautiful... Exactly. It's, it gets you a more yeah. intimate place oh. a lot quicker than trying to do it with somebody who's outside of the soul family. Oh, my gosh. That Yes, absolutely. And I love what you said about soul recalibration. We do that normally, but a soul recalibration when you're going into a different relationship. I love that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, we talked about a lot. Um, and we are jumping into the last part of our hour here, Ainsley. And I want to remind the audience that you're going to be at East West Books on June 21st for the book signing and then the workshop on the next day on the 22nd. And all of you guys, please go to his website and take the soul quiz and figure out what kind of soul type you are. That's going to be really a good um, validation, a good way to answer your questions. If you would like to sign up to work with Ainsley, you will have to go to his website to look at that as well. And really quick, um, before we head out, do you have any quick advice for anybody that wants to dive deeper into the field? Obviously, buy your book because this yes, is... Yes, well, that would be my first... <laughs> that would be the first piece one, of advice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I also have a uh, membership program, with the, the Soul World Community. And uh, if you go to the website, there's details about this. It's a place where we have... Um, monthly theme. We have a, a workshop starts a month. Uh, all this is online. Uh, we have a past life regression uh, every month. We have uh, a long Q&A and we have daily messages from the spirit guides and a lot of other stuff. So, um, and it's a very safe place. We have a like a private um, forum for members. So it's a place where you can really come together with your tribe. You know, so many old souls are you know, they have no one to talk to about their spiritual journey. You know, the moment you start talking about spirit guides, you know, people think you're crazy. You know? Yeah. So this is a place where you can meet your full family. All right, you guys. Go to AinsleyMcLeod.com. Of course, go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can go to OldSoulsGuidebook.com. You can go to East West Books. He's all over the place, you guys, June 21st and 22nd. And, of course, he's right here at the Gratitude Cafe with me. It has been an absolute delight having you back again. Of course, my door is always open for you, love, and I love what you're doing. Thank you for shining a beacon of light for everybody. Thank you again for your next book. And to each of you, go to suelundquist.com forward slash newsletter to get the recording of this. Or if you want to get some clarity on the layers that you're shedding and to help you navigate that, please go to suelundquist.com forward slash challenge. And I will help you with that clarity and practical application. I love you guys. We'll see you next week. Until next time, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.